You're listening to Business Stories with Ryan Arcarachi, where I speak to business professionals from all walks of life. Thanks for listening, and let's get to it. Good morning. We're back. It's Ryan with Business Stories. We're talking to my newest guest, Christian Dadalak with the Franchise Guys. He's a franchise consultant in California. Christian, how's it going, man? How's it going, Ryan? Happy to be here, man. Yeah, it's good to have you. Um, so first of all, you know, you've been in franchising for quite some time now. Tell us a little bit about your, you know, your background and your history with it. Yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still relatively new, but I've been doing it for a while enough to have gotten my sea legs a little bit. Uh, but prior to becoming a franchise consultant, I sold a licensing agreement, working a lot of leads through FranchiseGator.com, BizBuySell a lot. And I had a lot of success doing that. And then somewhere along the line, I stumbled upon the International Franchise Professional Group, or IFPG for short, and I realized I could help a lot more people, have a lot more options to show them, um, be more of a consultant versus the salesperson that I had been in my previous role, and, right. and frankly, which matters as well in terms of the bottom line, but I could make more money helping more people and being more of a consultant, which I thought I would find more enjoyable. So for the past almost two years now, I've been a franchise consultant with the IFPG, and uh, I, I just can't imagine not, not doing this and not being in the industry. It's just been such a dramatic life change and such a, such a fun ride so far. So, yep, happy, happy to be a franchise consultant and happy to be in the industry. Yeah, I have to ask you, too, you know, people, um, I don't think people are aware that there's so many opportunities with franchising. What, what can you say about the value being a franchise owner brings compared to running your own business or even just, just being a full-time employee or a C-level executive, like what do you see is, is the value there, especially nowadays in the climate with, with work and employment and how things are changing. What do you see going on there? What's the value there? It's funny. I just recorded a podcast yesterday uh, for our own podcast that I do with Dan Claps, the franchise founders podcast, shameless plug. Um, But, but, um, so the way I see it is, a book I'm reading right now, and I don't, I'm sure you've probably heard of it, but The Cash Flow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki, same guy that wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. And what that book talks about is there's four different quadrants, E for employee in, in the top left, uh, bottom left is S for self-employed, top right quadrant is B for business owner, and then the bottom right is I for investor. And so all that, all the cash flow quadrant really tells us is how we make our money, where our money comes from. And I, I think given the current environment and, and after COVID, a lot of what, what traditionally people feel with, with when they're in the E quadrant, the employee quadrant, is they're thinking, you know, what, and whether that's, if you're a high powered executive, you're a C-suite, you're still technically in that E quadrant. And a lot of people in the E quadrant, you have limited time, usually limited money, but you could make some good money if you're an executive and you're in the corporate world, but even still you're trading time for dollars and and really what you're doing in many cases is you're trading, you're trading some of the, a little bit of freedom for the, for the ability to have a few more guarantees and a sense of security, or at least so many of us thought. But right. I think the pandemic kind of shook things up where we realized that that sense of job security wasn't quite as secure as we maybe had hoped it would be. Right. And I think that caused a lot of people to start looking around at business ownership opportunities and what better way to get into business ownership than through franchising? Because what are your options really? You have, in, in my mind, you have four real options in terms of getting into business. You can start your own independent business from scratch. 
which can take a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. You're doing everything by yourself. So the good thing is all the decisions come down to you. Uh, bad news is all the decisions come down to you. You get to make right. all the decisions, but you, there's no training wheels. There's no guidance. There's no operations manual that's put together for you. So it can be uh, very risky. Uh, second thing is you can buy an existing business, but how do you know if the person that's selling it is selling it for the right reasons? How do we know if it's a successful business? You have to do a lot of due diligence. If it's an underperforming location, you need to be a good operator to really be able to turn that around. So there's some risk there. And so you can, the third thing is you can buy a franchise. There's a system in place for you. You have a proven business model. You're buying a system, not just a brand, but a system that's in place that you can then execute on. And you just have to execute on a plan that's already put in place for you. And you are shortcutting what that initial business owner had set up, all the blood, sweat, and tears, tens and thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars that they put into creating their system. You get to sidestep a lot of that. All you have to do is pay an initial franchise fee, pay an ongoing royalty, but you're getting a ton of support. You're getting vendor relationships and in many cases, uh, discounts because of the purchasing power of the system and a ton of other benefits. Um, so, I mean, I think in terms of getting into business for most people, especially for people that have never been in business before, there is no better way than buying a franchise. And, and to say the fourth way as well to get into business, it's, you know, buy a franchise resale. But I think that getting into franchising for most people that don't have a background, that need some support, that want some support, and that see the value in, in having that support, there's, there really is no better way than franchising. I think after the pandemic, a lot of people are realizing that. Right. I mean, I agree totally. And let's talk about sort of your, your role in this. So you work with people who are interested in franchising. And if you're listening to this and you're interested in franchising, Christian is the person to talk to you about this. Um, but you've been a client of ours with Client Tether, which is a CRM system developed for franchisors, but also for franchise development. So talk to us about kind of your experience. I mean, obviously you're running your business and anybody listening to this is planning to run their business as well. What's your experience been like with working with technology and tech stacks in the franchise development space? Yeah, great question. So I've had good experiences and, and bad experiences because I'm a pretty young guy, you know, I'm, I'm only 27 years old, but yeah. um, you know, so you'd think I'd be tech savvy, but CRM systems can be pretty complicated and CRM system customer uh, relationship management system is uh, there can be a lot of moving parts, especially if you're trying to automate things. And, you know, I've had experience with other CRM systems in the past. Like when I sold that licensing agreement prior to becoming a franchise consultant, that's how we kept track of all of our leads, obviously, but there was, we were using email templates, no automation. So it was all very manual. Um, you know, and it can be very expensive to upgrade to, to some of those platforms and to get some of those more automated features, never mind the fact that you then have to know how to build them to some extent. Right. So, um, you know, so I, I actually had a pretty bad experience personally with a CRM system that will remain nameless, but, uh, and it isn't necessarily a fault of theirs necessarily, but I, I wasn't able, I tried to build a lot of the automation myself. And there yep. were so many misfires happening. And I'll give you an example for, you know, I would have automated texts that were going out. I would have emails that were going out. And so I would have an email that was supposed to go out on day one. And then I would have an email that was supposed to go out the next day or the following day. 
saying, hey, haven't been able to reach you yet. Let's let's chat, blah, blah, blah. And that email would, for some reason, fire off an hour after the first one. So it looked unprofessional. It looked like I didn't have my stuff together. Yep. And and texts were firing improperly. So it would send a bunch of emails, in many cases, all in a day or over a couple of days. And so it wasn't firing properly. And the big reason for that was I didn't know how to build the system. And to get some of the support, I needed to have someone really build that for me, which is really what I needed. They didn't really offer that. Or if they did, it was it was pretty cost prohibitive. And I wasn't really willing to spend the money for that. Yeah. And so I started looking at some other opportunities out there. And I heard about Client Tether, heard great things from both friends that are franchisors and do franchise development for franchisors and from other franchise consultants as well that have been very, very happy with, with Client Tether. And so I said, okay, I, you know, the thing I liked was you guys are franchise specific and the other platforms that we're using, it was more generic. And I would rather have some, some, I would work, I would rather work with a company that really understood franchising and understood franchise development. And so the, the coaching would be a little bit more specific than somebody that maybe didn't understand the businesses as, as, as much. So that's why I started using client tether. Uh, I've, I've just been a, a huge fan of it ever since the beginning. I mean, from, from helping me get started. I mean, all the onboarding, all the training teaching me, I mean, I was very impressed. I mean, that, that alone, the training and onboarding with, with, uh, with the team there has just been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I was, I mean, very impressed. I mean, that was, that was something that wasn't even really offered at some of these other CRMs, at least as far as I know, or at least not for the, the price point that I'm paying here. And it was multiple sessions with Kurt, for example, and learning about all the ins and outs of the CRM system, making sure I'm using it properly. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, I actually had, had you guys also build out my action plans for me as well, because I didn't want to have that mistake again, where I had all those misfires happening. So now I have, you know, most of my follow-up is completely automated. This is a highly scalable model that I have, obviously outside of making the phone calls and doing the phone follow-up and all of that, but we're, we're blending the, the, the high touch, but high tech as well. So it's a blend and a perfect match of both worlds. And so client tethers really helped me to do that. And frankly, removed a lot of headache from my life. And, right. and I, and I can't thank you guys enough for it to be, to be honest. Oh, no, we, we appreciate you. Yeah, that's great. Christian, do you have any, like any particular situations or stories or one story or two stories you have where client tether has really provided you the value to help you convert, make things more efficient and help you find more success? Absolutely. I mean, so, so recently, just a couple that are coming to my mind um, are some, some E2 visa candidates from, from Canada that are, yeah. were looking to move to the U.S., um, you know, they have to buy a business they need to, and what better way again, like we talked about than to buy a franchise business. And, but like, like with most of us as consultants and people in franchise development, you're working a, a pretty large volume of leads. You have a lot of plates that are spinning at any one given moment. So if you don't have all of your ducks in a row, it can be very easy to lose track of where different clients are in the process and, and not only lose track of where they're at in the process, but also lose track of the follow-up. So, right. There are two I have in mind um, that were, were from Canada. I think both are moving to both are moving to Florida, and uh, I had complete. You know, they were kind of engaged, not engaged, engaged, not engaged. Um, both couples actually, which was funny. 
uh, and because they have a lot going on, they're trying to plan to move down here and all of that. And so I had other clients that were a little bit more top of mind, but some of the automated emails and texts that were going off through client tether helped to re-engage them and to keep them on track and in the process. Yeah. And, and, you know, and those are two deals that frankly, I may have let fall through the cracks had I not had client tether in place. And those were, were both, um, you know, pretty, pretty sizable deals and that are going to be great for the, my candidates as well. I mean, they're happy. I'm happy. And, you know, they're, they wouldn't have been able to come to the United States and, and escape some of the cold weather in Canada yeah. had it not been for, for some of the systems that client tether has put in place for me. Um, you know, it's very easy to have leads fall through the cracks and clients and candidates fall through the cracks. If you don't have some of that follow-up in place because of just the sheer number of leads that most of us work in this, in this game. Right. Right. Absolutely. And it's interesting that, you know, this is not even a lead that was from the U S so um, it's crazy that, you know, you were able to keep them nurtured and then help them get over here and start an opportunity, which is, which is awesome. So that's great. Yeah, absolutely. So very, very helpful. What do you think? I mean, let's, I kind of want, want you to put yourself in the shoes of a franchisor. Let's say, you know, a franchisor, they have a lot to look at in terms of analytics and marketing and sales, especially when you're scaling and you're growing, emerging. What do you think the value of client tether would be on that end of it? If you have any ideas for that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I have it pulled up right now. I have all my KPIs pulled up through my uh, client tether dashboard. Yeah. And I, I the reason I love client tether, I mean, I, is, I mean, a, a bunch of reasons, but I, it, it's freed up so much of my time. So I'm not having to manually send text messages and emails so that I can focus on more of the higher level operations of my franchise consulting practice, yep. which is really focusing on the numbers that, and the metrics and the KPIs that I need to focus on to make this business grow. So, you know, for example, I look every day, I'm looking at my, uh, my lead progression rate. So I want to see how many new leads did I get? How many of them was I able to contact? Uh, and our, how many was our team able to contact? Uh, how many of those converted to consultations and, and so on and so forth. So I can see every stage of my process and I can see how much I'm converting from one stage to the other. So I can see where any breakdowns are. And so from a high level, I can see what tweaks need to be made uh, from, 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 a, from a very high level. And so, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, Jocko, Jocko Willink. He, he has a big podcast, former Navy SEAL. He wrote a book called Extreme Ownership and uh, another yep. one called The Dichotomy of Leadership. And he talks about how important it is to detach from, from the situation and really take a step back. That way you can really get a full view of, of the landscape. And so you can properly make decisions and execute on the plan. And, and that's really what Client Tether allows me to do with some of these analytics. I can see where the breakdowns are. And so I can, I can make little tweaks here and there. And so I can be more of a business owner versus if I'm, if I'm caught up in all the day-to-day -day and minutia of sending an email, sending text, doing all that stuff manually, it takes, I have less time to really step back and focus on really the key drivers and the, and the levers that I need to be pulling to get more candidates through my process in a more efficient manner and in a speedier manner as well. So, I mean, and, and that's just one piece of data that that client tether provides. I mean, there's so much more um, that that I that I regularly take a look at that just again not to not to uh, go off on a tangent, but just really lets me to uh, focus on higher level 
functions. Really, I can focus on growing the business. I'm, I really feel like we always talk about in the industry. It's a cliche, right? But I get to feel a little bit more like I'm working on my business versus just completely in it. Right, right. You're kind of stepping back out of the weeds and looking at everything from a larger scale, right? A broader exactly scale. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love Jocko too. I've read his, his one of his books. Um, yeah, he's great. So hopefully Jocko's listening and he can uh, <laughs> join us one of these days for a podcast. But um, yeah, I mean, that's great, Christian. I really, I really appreciate you uh, coming out, talking about this. Let, let's talk about one thing. I want to go back to you because there's a lot of franchise consultants out there, but I like your personality. I like the way you operate. How are you, like, how would you say you're different in your approach to helping people find a franchise that's going to fit them and really improve their lives? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it comes down to, and, and again, it's cliche and everyone says this, but I think some people live it out more than others, but people don't really care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. And, you know, I've been in businesses in the past where it wasn't the right fit for me, uh, for my family. And, and so I know what it's like to choose the wrong business and have something kind of uh, sold to you in a way where it's presented one way, but then there were some, some important things that probably would have been good to know up front about the business, how to grow it, that uh, frankly just would have been nice. So I know what it's like to invest in the wrong type of business. And so I, I, I just have a special care in making sure that people find the right business for them. So I really do care about that. I, I really do care about my candidates and, and helping them find the right business and being successful. Um, you know, ultimately there was their success and, and failure. You know, if, if that's what happens is, is really up to them, but they're the X factor, but I need to do on my end. I want to teach them how to do their due diligence. And so, you know, yes, client tether allows us to automate a lot of this stuff, but you know, we are very high touch. I do have a front end team, a client relationship manager, Brittany, who's fantastic. So it's not just me. So if there's any, uh, you know, I think a lot of other consultants, there are many of them are kind of solo operations and there's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes you can tend to get less attention, especially if um, they're working with a lot of candidates, but having someone on my team really allows me to focus on my relationships, not have to, like I mentioned earlier, not have to get inundated with some of the weeds. And if there's anything that I personally cannot follow up with at that moment, I have a teammate that can help with that as well. So I think that is a, is a key differentiator. The fact that, again, that we really, really deeply care. We have a healthy uh, understanding of the franchise landscape. I'm constantly reinvesting into my own personal education, uh, whether it's networking with people in the franchise industry, out of the franchise industry, different business professionals, both in and out of the industry. I'm constantly reading books about franchising, business ownership. So, I think in terms of the value I can provide and the education I can provide, I, I'm so much more and our firm is so much more than just here are the businesses that you should probably take a look at. And let's just, I'll teach you how to kind of investigate them. And then you pick the one that's right for you. We really right. have an educational process where I'm teaching them as if they know nothing about franchising, which 95% of the population really doesn't. They have a very general idea of what it is and they have many misconceptions and so i think we're able to dispel and demystify a lot of those myths and misconceptions because i'm constantly reinvesting and we as a team are constantly reinvesting in running our business the right way but also in business knowledge and making sure that we understand the landscape that we're in 
both in terms of economics uh, and in terms of the franchise landscape as well. I mean, I just bought, I think, uh, like 15 different books on franchising, investing, business ownership, because we do think that personal development is important and we encourage our clients to do the same. So, yeah, I mean, so I, I think that, you know, there's a lot of similarities between us and other consultants. And I think, you know, my personality type uh, may not be for everybody, but I think that um, for those that, that uh, can kind of put up with how fast I talk, I, I think that, uh, <laughs> that we, have, uh, we have a lot to offer here. So, um, so we're happy to work with anybody that uh, is willing to work with us. Yeah. I think the important thing to know is that, you know, people who don't know the franchising world or haven't worked in it, like you and I have, I mean, like before I was in franchising, I just thought a franchise was like, Oh, you know, a restaurant franchise, like a popular one, like McDonald's, right. That's all you think about in franchising, but people don't realize that there's literally thousands of different types of franchises. So if, if you have a passion for something or you're already working in an industry you love, but you want to go off and be independent and be on your own. You could find a franchise that's for, for painting or home services or a restaurant or at, be at home, you know, and, and work at home and, and remote work and things like that. So there's all, there's a huge variety that's ever growing out there. Right. And opportunities are just endless. Right. Christian, would you say it's just, there's just a lot out there that people don't even realize. Oh, a- absolutely. I think at this point there's over 4,000 different franchise opportunities and, all types of different categories and industries. I mean, if you, if you can think of an industry, I mean, I can almost guarantee you that there is a franchise, someone that's franchised a business in that industry, Yeah. you know, for the most part, but, you know, so, but not every franchise is created equal, obviously. And there's hundreds of new businesses that franchise their business every year. And it's really important to work with somebody with a team that understands which franchises are, are worth taking a look at, maybe which ones to stay away from. And, you know, we've, we study a lot of the FDDs. We know how to get them, obviously, um, for, for a lot of the different brands out there. So we'll look at them and, you know, we're not franchise attorneys, so we're not ever analyzing them for, for, the, uh, for our candidates. But just for our own internal knowledge, we know, hey, there are some red flags with this brand. Maybe we're not going to present them or, or at least we're going to clarify with the franchise or to figure out what the real story is. And so I think that if you're not really, uh, you, you have to be very careful because uh, franchisors, and we love our franchisor partners, but we want to make sure that the information on, on their one pagers and, and their marketing materials is, is accurate to some degree. Um, and, and, but, but it's also to make sure that it's really telling the full story and that our candidates are getting the full story. And so it really, I think it's, it's, it, it makes sense to work with a consultant, a firm that, that really takes the time to do a dive into this stuff and to look at it. You know, we don't just present um, we don't just present uh, franchises because we have a relationship with them because we like their marketing materials and because we, we take what they tell us at face value. We really want to do a deeper dive to make sure that it's going to be the right thing for the candidate. Um, right. You know, so we, we do take the time to make sure that uh, we're making some of the right recommendations there and doing due diligence on our part uh, almost before we we're recommending anything to our clients. That's great. Well, Christian, I want to wrap this up, but where can people find you online if they have questions about franchise ownership? Yeah, absolutely. So a great place to to find me is on LinkedIn. So Christian Dadalak, Dadalak is spelled D-A-D as in dad, U-L-A-K. And then uh, obviously you can visit us online at yourfranchiseguys.com. And uh, yeah, I think those are probably the best places to find me and we'd be happy to uh, 
you know, submit, submit an inquiry through the website, or you can uh, shoot me an email at Christian at yourfranchiseguys.com. And that's another great place to uh, reach out to me as well. All right. Well, thank you, Christian. And thank you for choosing client tether and being such a loyal client. It's great to have you. Let's keep in touch. Let's do it, man. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Take care. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're interested in becoming an episode sponsor, please email me at livingryan at gmail.com. And thank you so much.